All right, John, we're back. All right, welcome back. This is Two Beards in a Bible. I'm John Sueno. I'm Dave Tenney. And we are in Acts chapter 15, uh, starting at verse 6. We left off at, at verse 5, and there was some contention uh, uh, among the people in uh, uh, Antioch, Antioch about uh, whether or not there should be circumcision uh, right. for salvation. Yeah, so Paul and Barnabas and some other people there went decided they were going to go to... Uh, Jerusalem and uh, have it out. Yeah, I went to the elders to about this issue. And some of the Pharisees rose up and said, hey, you got to be circumcised to keep the law of Moses. So mm -hmm. so now we're going to find out what what uh, what the real thing is, right? All right. How, how far do you want me to read? Oh, John, we got to go till 21. I don't know if you want to read that far. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll read to... Uh, Say verse 15. And I'll finish it. Okay. So starting at verse 5. But some of the sect of the Pharisees who believed rose up, saying it is necessary to circumcise them and to command them to keep the law of Moses. Now the apostles and elders came together to consider this matter. And when there had been much dispute, Peter rose up and said to them, Men and brethren, you know that God that a good while ago God chose among us that by my mouth the Gentiles should hear the word of the gospel and believe. So God, who knows the heart, acknowledged them by giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he did to us, and made no distinction between us and them, purifying their hearts by faith. Now, therefore, why do you test God by putting a yoke on the neck of the disciples, which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear? But we believe that through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, we shall be saved in the same manner as they." Then all the multitude kept silent and listened to Barnabas and Paul, declaring how many miracles and wonders God had worked through them among the Gentiles. And after they had become silent, James answered, saying, Men and brethren, listen to me. Simon has declared how God at the first visited the Gentiles to take out of them a people for his name. And with this, the words of the prophets agree, just as it is written. Um... After this, I will return and will rebuild the tabernacle of David, which has fallen down. I will rebuild its ruins and I will set it up so that the rest of mankind may seek the Lord, even all the Gentiles who are called by my name, says the Lord who does all of these things. John, you figure out where that's from. Known to God from eternity are all his works. Therefore, I judge that we should not trouble those who among the Gentiles who are turning to God, but that we write to them to abstain from things polluted by idols, from sexual immorality, from things strangled, and from blood. For Moses has had through many generations those who preach him in every city being read in the synagogues every Sabbath. We'll, we'll stop there. Okay. Did you find that reference? I think it's in Amos 9. Uh, 9, 11, and 12. 9, 11, and 12 says, On that day I will raise up the tabernacle of David, which has fallen down, and repair its damages. I will raise up its ruins and rebuild it as in the days of old, that they may possess the remnant of Edom and all the Gentiles who are called by my name, says the Lord who does this thing. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. It's interesting that the, uh, the old law pointed towards this idea that the, Gentile, the yeah. Gentiles will be reconciled back. 
Yeah, absolutely. You just had to look for it. Right. And, and, and who of all the people should have known that? Oh, the Pharisees, the Pharisees should have known that. Yeah, weren't, weren't they the ones that kind of yeah. kept track of these things? Yeah, they were supposed to. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, you know, Peter stands up. And, uh, of course, since, since Peter was the one that went to Cornelius, and uh, he makes this point here, uh, and, and when we read about, I think that's in Acts chapter 10. Yeah. The Holy Spirit falls on the Gentiles in Acts mm -hmm. chapter 10. Um, it says, and those, uh, and those of the circumcision who believed were astonished as many who came with her because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also. So that's that idea of uh, baptism of the Holy Spirit. But here Peter tells why that was done. It says, so God who knows the heart acknowledged them by giving them the Holy Spirit just as he did to us and made no distinction by between us and them. Mm -hmm. So that, that gives us more, uh, another place where it tells why that was done. Yeah. You know, it kind of kind of spells it out in case we needed it spelled and, out. And, and knowing what we know and what what they should know of the Lord as well is that the Lord doesn't have anything to do with things that are quote-unquote, unclean. Right. And so if he's pouring this same gift out upon them, yeah. then therefore it must. you can necessarily infer that they must be acceptable. Yeah, yeah. and circumcision ha is not a thing that needs to be done. Right. Now that's a, that's a, that's a, good, that's a good point pointed out there by, by Peter. In fact, I mean, that's what, you know, Peter has that vision or mm -hmm. you know, and God says that what I've made clean, yeah, you know, don't call unclean, right? You know, and, and you know the the word of the Lord, as it rightly should be, is followed up by the actions, yeah, of the Lord, yeah, as well, and and so we can not only hear it but we can see it, yeah, yeah. God God made uncircumcised Gentiles part of His family, mm -hmm. and that's I think that's the gist of what you know, Peter was being taught. Yeah. And now he's trying to relay that information again to right. those who are still trying to hold on to these. And it it goes without, uh, it shows us how hard it is to get rid of some things that, you know, the things that we learn first. Yeah. Um, in fact, this last Sunday, I have been trying for, I, I've been at Medina for almost five, it was going on five years. And, um, <laughs> and I was in sermons from time to time, I'll, I'll think of this idea that I learned in college in psychology classes about the idea of what you learn first, holding precedence in your mind yeah. and it being very difficult to get rid of the things that you learn first. So, you know, if a child is raised up in a difficult household with abuse and so on, they live that way for a very long time, yeah. maybe forever. Uh, it's very difficult to get rid of those things. <clears throat> and I couldn't remember the term for that. And I've been racking my brain. I've been searching the Googles. Yeah. And I've been searching everywhere, looking in my old books and my old notes and so on. And someone at, uh, one of the brethren at Medina happened to mention in an offhand comment during Bible study, the law of primacy. And, <laughs> and I'm like, that's it? <laughs> I, and I wrote it down in my, in my Bible study notes. And uh, yeah, okay, it was five years in the coming for me to figure out what that was but that but that's it you know and and these these people here uh the, the jews 
you know, they were in that same boat. They yes. were trying to shake those things that were so ingrained in them yeah. uh, from the time that they were born. Yeah. That's... So you have to you have to give them a half bit of a break because yeah. as you mentioned in the last episode or maybe off camera, you know, that you know, we 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 would do the same thing in a lot of cases. Yeah. These things that we're that we beat up on the on the first century <laughs> church so hard, but you know, we have the full context yeah. to look at. I had always I mean, I've heard this before, like Somebody that you know will be studying the crucifixion of Jesus in a Bible class, and someone will say, "I would have never done that." Right. And I'm always like, "No, no, you would have." Right. <laughs> most likely, you would have because most yeah. the majority did. I mean, you think of not too many years ago, uh, probably more years ago than I than I think it is, but just a few years ago, it seems there was a situation where. A young man had gone out into uh, onto the ice and on a on a frozen pond, and he fell in, and he was you know struggling there trying to trying to get out of that uh, frozen water, um, and he was just out there flailing around. And what did the people standing around the pond do? They pulled out their cell phones and videotaped him drowning. Not a one of them used those phones to call 911. Oh my gosh. Until like too late. <laughs> and you know, who would do that? I would have formed a human chain and said, you, let's go get this dude. You would think. But in, yeah. the, in the moment when those things are happening, we, a lot of times we don't know what we would do. You yeah. know? And you'd like to, I'd like to think that, that I'd be with you there in forming the human chain. Oh my you know? word. <laughs> but... Uh, you know, you, you learn those things. I mean, you know, you. I've been to I've been to trainings. You know what to do with a, an active shooter yeah. and so on, and and I've witnessed people in those trainings freezing. Yeah. When it when it comes down to the time where you're supposed to do something. Oh yeah. And and people just freeze. Not not because they don't care even necessarily. It's just that's what happens to our our brains. But we we. Uh, we just don't know what we would do in a lot of those situations. I saw this training once and it was talking about, you know, it was a concealed carry thing. Mm -hmm. And this guy, uh, he's he's working with this lady who carries her, um, who says, okay, well, I'm going to carry my gun in my purse. And uh, he like gets real close and he goes, give me your car keys. Mm -hmm. And she's like flustered. Yeah, and he, he he says that's what happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you, you're you don't you, you just forgot where your car keys were. And, and and you know they tell you in these classes unless you practice these things, yeah, and make it second nature, then you know you're probably just going to freeze up. Yeah, and you know there's that'll preach. Yeah, <laughs> bring it over to the Bible. Yes, oh yeah. If we don't prepare our minds with these things, then we're going to do the same thing they did. Yeah, exactly. If we don't really study and, yep. and do as Romans ten seventeen teaches us that, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Well, if you we, don't hear yeah. on a regular basis, yeah. you know, it very, very quickly goes away. Yeah, your faith is not going to hold on. You know, I, I uh, one more sidetrack. Having mentioned that, you know, I've been preaching full time for almost five years and, um, Prior to that, I taught driver training for 20 years. Yeah. And there are situations that will come up where my daughter, who's learning to drive, will ask me questions about the law. And I would have never thought that I would have forgotten any of that stuff because I taught it day in and day out for 20 years. 
but there's some of it that I have to scratch my head and say, I got to go look that up because I don't I remember. I can't remember. And that's, that, that just shows you that even those things that you think are just second nature to you, yeah, uh, you have to keep practicing. You do. You have yeah. to keep going through it. And, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So Peter here, he, uh, he makes this point that the Jews were not able to keep the law. Mm-hmm. And that was a problem with the law, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it was a uh, it was a thing that nobody was able to keep. Right. People, I'm sure people kept parts of it pretty well. Yeah. But uh, he, he he refers to it as, as a, a he says he says now therefore why do you test God by putting a yoke on the neck of the disciples which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear. Yeah. Yeah. There's just that that those blinders are on they they can't see. The salvation is that that is before them. Yeah, uh, and and as you mentioned, and as we as we uh, pointed out, you know, Amos uh, in the old law spoke of this very thing. Yeah, and all they had to do was was listen to it. Yes, <laughs> yeah, but you know, I think sometimes when you're right in the thick of it, yeah, you know, it's hard to, and you get where most human beings are creatures of habit, and you get used to doing. The things that they did every, every, uh, every Sabbath, you know, they did these things and they lived their life in a certain way um, to keep that law, and that's just what they know. And the same, yeah. you know, with Christians today, you know, we wake up on Sunday morning and we go to, uh, we go to Bible class and we go to, we, we go to the service, we yeah. we lay by in store and we and we uh, partake of the Lord's supper and we we hear a message and we sing and we pray and then. And then that's it. Yeah. You know, but but we we fail to many times look deeper and see, well, what else yeah. are we supposed to be doing? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So as Peter's talking, it says the it says, then the multitude kept silent and listened to Barnabas and Paul, declaring how many were so so it sounds like so Peter stood mm-hmm. up and he talked, and he's like, you know, you can't you can't the the Gentiles can't bear this yoke that we couldn't even bear. Yeah. You know, so so then Paul uh, and Barnabas get and they tell about all of the things that happened among the Gentiles. Yeah. Just basically, I guess, is further proof that God has accepted the Gentiles. Yeah. And in verse 13 there, you know, it says, And after they had become silent, you know, James answered, said, saying, men and, men and brethren, listen to me. But so, you know, you can, there must have been a hubbub going on there. There must have been some some noise. Yes. And they had to wait for them to yes, to calm down. Yeah, and we haven't really heard much, you know. Um, so is this, I wonder which James this is. This is probably James, Jesus's brother. I would imagine. <laughs> Yeah, you're probably right. Because James was killed, mm-hmm. right? The apostle James was killed. You're right. So that's yeah. this is probably James, Jesus' brother, most likely. So he says, Simon has declared how God at first visited the Gentiles to take out of them a people for his name. And with these words, the prophets agree. So that's, we, we already read all of that from Amos. And, and, then he down here, um, he says, "I judge that we should not trouble those from among the Gentiles who are turning to God, 
but but that we write to them. So here's some things maybe that that from the old law that they should do. He says that we should write them to abstain from things polluted by idols. Mm-hmm. From thing from sexual immorality, from things strangled, and from blood. Yeah. So maybe that's like some of the old, some of the things that were taught in the old law. They said, "Here, here's some things that maybe you shouldn't do." Yeah, and I'd say probably that would be even today. All mm-hmm. of those things are good. You know, obviously some some of that is just pointing directly towards sin, right? You know, sexual immorality, um, yeah. idolatry, idolatry. Uh, this thing, and things that are strangled. Yeah, I think that things strangled and from blood would yeah. not be pointing to you know sacrifices and yeah and so on. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what all of that's pointing towards. Um, it says, "For Moses has had throughout, for Moses has had throughout many generations those who preach him in every city." So he's saying, "Listen," he goes, "You know, the old law has been preached. <coughs> we don't mm-hmm. need to continue in this." Right. I, th- I think that's kind of what he's saying there. Right. So, how are we doing on time here? Oh, we're doing real good. 17. All right. So, can we let's go to this next uh, section, which is basically the decree that... So, so what's going to happen is, is the, the, the people, the elders and apostles in Jerusalem, are going to write a letter mm-hmm. to Antioch to tell them what, what they decided. Yeah. So I think it's... Verse 22. Yeah, I think it's your turn. All right. You tell me when to stop. Stop at 29. Okay. So uh, verse 22 of Acts 15. Then it pleased the apostles and elders with the whole church to send chosen men of their own company to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas, namely Judas, who was also named Barsabbas, and Silas, leading men among the brethren. They, they wrote this letter by them, the apostles, the elders, and the brethren, to the brethren who are of the Gentiles in Antioch, Syria, and Cilicia. Greetings. Since we have heard that some, that some who went out from us have troubled you with words and settling your souls, saying you must be circumcised and keep the law, to whom we gave no such commandment. It seemed good to us, being assembled with one accord, to send chosen men to you with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, men who have risked their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have therefore sent Judas and Silas, who will also report the same things by word of mouth. For it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things." that you abstain from things offered to idols, from blood, from things strangled, and from sexual immorality. If you keep yourselves from these, you will do well. Farewell. All right. In many ways, that just sums up, like, even today, you know, if you're looking to, like, abstain from sinning, Mm -hmm. just don't do those things. Yeah. And you'll you'll fare well. Yeah. You're going to be just fine. That hits quite a few of them on the head, doesn't it? It does. It does. It's really quite basic. Yeah. I mean, most of this stuff. So basically, they they sent a letter along with multiple men to testify that the things in this letter 
are true. Mm-hmm. Not only just Paul and Barnabas, not just the people who originally came from Antioch, but also some other well-known people, Silas and uh, who was the other fellow, uh, Judas. Yeah, a, a man Bar-Sabas. named Judas. Yeah, um, Barsabbas. Yeah, the the um, there, there's some wisdom there that we can see that you know those men came and you know they kind of cut off at the pass those that might have said well you're just you're just fulfilling your own yeah. your own desires they didn't really say that so yeah. they, so they sent others to be a to be proof yes absolutely that, that this is indeed what the elders had come to the yeah. decision of and it seems like the church at Antioch was mainly composed of gentiles mm-hmm. wouldn't it seem that to you yeah yeah so that's that's another kind of uh, interesting thing and that's, yeah. you know, when we, we hear all sorts of troubling things in the religious world today. Yeah. You know, and uh, so, you know, as we, as we study to show ourselves approved and work out our own salvation with fear and trembling, uh, as we're told to in the scriptures, when we hear things that unsettle us and, and maybe cause us to have a second, a second yeah. thought, a doubt, we need to do just what these people did. Let's refer back to, yeah. to the beginning. Let, let's... Let's talk to those uh, in the faith that that are uh, strong, that can help us and and build us up, and but most of all, concentrate on the Word of God. Yeah, you know that because uh, what what did the elders? You know what did they point them back to? They pointed them back to things that they were already familiar with that were bad. I mean, there's no there's no arguing against yes, you know these things, so. Yeah, you know, it just makes it makes good common sense what, what they did here. Yeah, absolutely. I'll pick up here in verse 30. It says, So when they were sent off, they came to Antioch, and when they had gathered the multitude together, they delivered the letter. And when they had read it, they rejoiced over its encouragement. Now Judas and Silas themselves, being prophets also, exhorted and strengthened the brethren with many words. And after they had stayed there for a time... They were sent back with greetings from the brethren to the apostles. However, it seemed good to Silas to remain there. Paul and Barnabas also remained in Antioch, teaching and preaching the word of the Lord with many others also. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of work that's being done in this in this town of Antioch. Yeah. Um, it seems like it's it's just a hotbed. Of, of the gospel at this time. Yeah. And, and you know, there's, we have these, you know, Paul and Barnabas and Silas, you know, they were willing to do the work. Yes. They were willing to, you, you think Silas might have, might have had some things he wanted to do at home? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Mighty. I'm sure. He was probably in the middle of a remodel or something yeah. at the time, you know, <laughs> but, but it seemed good to him to remain there. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, you know, he, he was willing to put in the time for these uh, new Christians. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, that that's also a, a lesson yeah, for us. We can probably put this thing right Oh, there. look at that. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, John. So this next section here, so we'll just read to the end of the chapter. Okay. Uh, is it me or you? It was. It should be me. Yeah. Just go ahead and read to the end of the chapter. And this will finish us off for this episode. Starting at verse 36. Then after some days, Paul said to Barnabas, let us now go back and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they are doing. 
Now Barnabas was determined to take with them John called Mark, but Paul insisted that they should not take with them the one who had departed from the men in Pamphylia and had not gone with them to the work. Then the contention became so sharp that they parted one from another, and so Barnabas took Mark and sailed to Cyprus. But Paul chose Silas and departed being commended by the brethren to the grace of God. And he went through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the churches. Well, I think this is an interesting piece of scripture here. Mm -hmm. The first thing is we've got um, Paul and Barnabas, and they decide that they're going to go back to where they've already been and uh, check on everything. Yeah. And uh, Barnabas, who his name means son of encouragement, he decides, hey, let's take Mark with us. Mm -hmm. Probably because, hey, last time we took Mark <clears throat> out, he got discouraged and went back home. Let's, let's take him back out and we'll get him back on the right track. Right. And Paul said, we taking that guy. <laughs> last time we took him out, he deserted us. Right. It's going to be a tough trip. Right. We can't do this. Right. And that, you know, on, on, on one hand, I guess first, before I get too far ahead of my brain here, the uh, one of the things that we can see is after they had realized that there was some work to do here yeah. in Antioch, you know, it's only natural that they would think, what about all the other churches? Yes. You know, and, and, and these same things might be going on there, so yeah. let's go make sure that they're okay. Yeah. Um, so that, that makes some, some good sense. But... Um, you know, th this also shows us that between between brethren, you know, we yeah. can we can have our disagreements about certain yeah. things. You know, this is not something that, you know, they, they didn't say that they never talked to each other again. Yeah. There was just a disagreement about who they were going to take with them. So yeah. it doesn't say that they that they beat each other up until no. until one died no. and then, you know, the winner took who he wanted. It was um it was a a, a, a amy amicable Yeah split you go your way i'll go my way and yep. we'll we'll do the work of the lord we'll we'll not let this interfere with what we're supposed to what we want to do yeah it's it, it says that the contention became so sharp that they departed from one another and that that can happen sometimes yeah. yeah and and i think what's interesting is this is one of those instances where actually as we read through the bible we find out barnabas was actually right here mm -hmm. he was correct because mark did yeah. Do a good job, and in fact, later on in uh, I think Second Timothy, Paul asks for Timothy to send Mark to him. Mm -hmm. You know, so obviously, yeah, obviously he had like proved himself. Paul had a Paul had changed his mind about Mark. Yeah. Later and on. and you know, as any of us that are Christians know, um, you know, we we are a new creature in Christ, but the our old tendencies still come back around and bite Absolutely, us once in a while yeah. <laughs> so what kind of guy was paul you know was he was he the forgiving sweet nice person you know I mean, <laughs> in in his in his prior to christian life no no so i know so so he he being usually a person that was in charge and and yeah. probably a probably a pretty stern guy i would yep. imagine um from what we can kind of get from his personality and, and and reading and so on um you know he's looking at this guy and thinking no yeah. i'm not gonna mess with him you're fired yes <laughs> and, and uh, you're fired <laughs> so so he's uh you know standing true to his his nature yeah but, but he as you point out uh, we, we can surmise that he probably learned his lesson as we all yeah. 
eventually do if we have our ears open. What's interesting is now instead of Paul and Barnabas going out, two people, now there's four people going out yeah. and they're going in different directions. Yeah. So actually, in the end, it was a positive thing that this happened. Yeah, for that, sure. You know. Yeah, so. and, and the, the, the overarching point, I think, to, to end it out with is that, uh, you know, the, the work of the Lord was, was done. They, yes. did, they did not let that sharp disagreement stop them from, stop them from doing what they, yeah. what they needed to yeah. do. Yeah, and another, I, th I, I think it's in 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Oh, I'm going to go cowboy here. I think, it's, I think it's where it's at, where Paul talks about, um, he, he talks about Barnabas. Um, I don't know where it's at. Anyway, somewhere, somewhere in, um, oh, here it is, it's in chapter 9, First Corinthians chapter 9. So here's Paul, this is after this. He says, uh, is it only Barnabas and I who have no right to refrain from working? This is, yeah. he says that after him and Barnabas split up. Yeah. Which would lead me to believe that he's speaking, he's speaking well of Barnabas yeah. after yeah, he, this. So Barnabas is working hard. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Barnabas is working hard. Yeah. And Paul recognizes that. Yeah. So. And that, that, that stands true to the kind of guy you'd expect, as, as I was trying to point out earlier, that, you know, he's a guy who probably ruled over some people and, and would recognize hard work when he saw yes. it. And he, he came around to be able to see that. Yep, and, absolutely. You know, it, and we need to remember that as we work with our brother and uh, each one of us is a human being and we have our emotions and we have our shortcomings and places that we've come from, <laughs> yeah. you know, that, that cause us to uh, act in certain ways. And we have to give each other some, I can definitely think back on so many situations that I've been involved in and say, man, I should have done that different. Yeah. I, I didn't do that right. But you know, that's, you know, it's a learn, it's a, life is a learning journey. Yeah. Right? And, and so. as we look at these things, you know, uh, again, we've said this many times before, people will say, well, this is just such a dry, boring book. Well, here, here's something that, you know, we, we see a, a pretty good, I don't want to downplay it and call it a screenplay but i mean th this would make for a pretty good movie oh yeah absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you know i mean it's uh th there is nothing boring about this if you actually if you actually look into it yeah absolutely so all right johnny is that is that it that's it all right well thanks for joining in uh come back and join us next yep. time this is two beards in a bible